0: I can't remember if it was last week or the week before or the week before that because we've heard the same words in one way or another from Jesus. But one of those weeks, Jesus said to his disciples, unless you receive the kingdom of God like a little child, you will not enter it. I wonder what that man, that rich man, who came looking for Jesus and who knelt down at his feet, and asked Jesus, what must I do to inherit eternal life? To whom Jesus said, sell everything that you have and give it away. I wonder what that man thought later that night when he was lying in his bed. I wonder what that man felt in his heart when he woke up the next day and had breakfast. I wonder how many days, I wonder how many weeks, I wonder how many years it was before the power of Jesus' invitation began to sink into his heart until he heard that, not as an invitation too big for him to accept. I wonder how long it was before that man woke up and realized that Jesus had given him a gracious invitation, one that he could accept as eagerly as a child accepts a present on Christmas morning. I wonder. Some of y'all who were in church this Sunday heard me talk a little bit about my own story, a chapter of my life from when I was in seminary, how when I was finishing my second year of seminary, I was filled with fear, not fear at the thought of being ordained, though that carries its own fear, not the fear of being a priest, though that comes with its own trepidation. I was afraid of getting married. I was engaged to be married, but more specifically, I was afraid of how in the world Elizabeth and I would make it financially. We uh, didn't have a lot of money, like a lot of newlyweds, we didn't have a lot, and the bills were piling up, and the student loans were getting bigger, and I just didn't know how to see beyond the next day. I couldn't even imagine that there was something ahead on the horizon. I imagined what my life with my wife would be like, and I couldn't see a point where we would ever be able to have children, to afford a house, to not worry. And y'all heard me, if you were in church on Sunday, you heard me tell a story about a wonderful gift that I received. A priest, a mentor, uh, let me know that he had found some people in our church who would pay off all of my student debt. I didn't go asking for it. I never could have expected it. When I stopped long enough to think about it, it still chokes me up a little bit because of the magnitude of that gift from people I might have known, but I still don't know who they were. And the only thing I could do in response to that gift was to give back. I knew that fall that it was my turn to give a tenth of whatever I had back to the church. Uh, And that was easy. That part was easy. Uh, What I didn't know at the time was how easy it would become for me to stop worrying. How even though there's lots of uncertainty between me and At that point, having children. At this point, getting them into college and through college. Retirement comes not long after that, right? All of those uncertainties. But after I'd been invited through that generous gift to begin a practice of saying, Here, God, I want to give back. I want to be a part of something bigger than what's going on in my life. How easy it was for me to put all those worries behind me and trust that today is enough, that this moment is enough. Sometimes, God gives us an invitation that scares us. Sometimes God gives us an invitation that that calls us up short. Sometimes the preacher calls us and says, Would you bear a chalice tonight? Would you read a lesson? Would you speak in church? And we think, I could never do that. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes though, Jesus gives us an invitation that at first catches us up short. But in time, we hear those words differently. And something comes into our life, something happens in our life that makes it possible for us to respond, not with our minds, but with our childlike trust. If you don't receive the kingdom of God like a little child, you'll never get it, you'll never understand it, you'll never be able to imagine how it works. Because if you're worried about paying your bills, or if you're worried about who deserves what, or if you're worried about how it would all work out in the end, you'll never get how God works, because God doesn't work like that. God doesn't do the math like that. That's not how God's economy, God's limitless provision works. If you want to know how God works, receive it like a child. Accept it on faith, even if you don't understand it. Take that step. Hear that invitation, that quiet, gentle invitation, not a moment of take it or leave it, not A moment of will you get it or not, but an invitation that like a seed begins to germinate and sprout and put down roots and grow and blossom and bear fruit. For such is the kingdom of God.